Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to my apartment, Brad. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to start this. Because it's not funny. I don't want to be like, you know. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Now, we're coming to you from a variety of different outlets. We've got our yes. Britney podcast. Hello, everyone. Um, you may be listening on the Britney podcast yes. feed, mm-hmm. or you may be listening in the Legends Only feed. Correct. If you've been following the Britney podcast, you are like, where did they go? I haven't mm-hmm. heard from them in forever. But we have another podcast called Legends Only, and it's a separate podcast. And we've, we've been actually been talking story. about yeah. Britney weekly, yeah. So that Over might the be past year yeah. and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been following the story, framing Britney Spears, right? The reports, all mm-hmm. everything. We've been following there yeah. in a little Britney section. We have, but you know, we something that we said from the beginning was our hesitance uh, to weigh in much was because we didn't have her actual voice, and now we do. And so it's only fitting that we do a whole episode dedicated to Britney's testimony, our thoughts about Mm -hmm. it. Essentially, I kind of felt like we needed um, a group therapy session. And we did do that. Um, If you do listen on Legends Only, we did a live chat immediately after this for two and a half hours. Yeah. And we sort of all... It was the day after, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right after. Everyone was kind of processing things, anger, confusion, depression. And um, I thought it was really helpful. And everyone... I Thank you to everyone who like called in or, you know, chatted in to yeah, live. give their thoughts and stuff. And, you know, we care about her. She's our fave. And we're sort of just like feeling all the feelings right now about what she said. And yeah. we would just want to talk about it and, you know, give our thoughts as well. Because... That's we did intend to do that once she spoke out on her path. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, it did take a very long time it to did. get to this point. It COVID, did. But delays, I'm very but... happy that we're here now. Yeah. And we're here now, too. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. But yes. We are here now. Exactly. To always loop it back to her. Yes. So the first thing I just want to say is that is the first time that we have heard her voice uninterrupted. I want to say for that long in 13 years. Years. I cannot think of a time we've heard her just speak for that long. And I think that was the first thing that hit me was like, oh, she's just talking. Like, yeah, because we've been so used to these really uh, hard to watch Q&As at this point. Mm -hmm. That's the most she speaks that are just like, what's your favorite type of ice cream that we never really got like some sort of candid me. Yeah. So it was really like a real sit down. talk. And it, you can hear it in her voice, you know, chaotic for the record, just ways that when she when we hear her speak that we know that's really her. Mm-hmm. There's a different tone and a different. Yeah. And there was passion and rightful rage in her voice. Yeah. Um, so that, a lot of people were saying in the live chat, the Britney isms, the Britney isms were there. They yes. were that that giggle we'll get to mm-hmm. um, just. Yeah. And it was refreshing. I mean, so much of this is horrifying and depressing. But at the same time, there's a sense of relief to it because it's like, OK, she did speak like it's. It's, it's just like nice to hear her. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to process what I've been feeling for the past few days. It's been fury, confusion, depression. My friend Simon referred to it as a mourning of what we once knew and a more innocent time. Yeah. Um, I'm having a really hard time reconciling my relationship to her music because in her artistry, especially post 2008, we talked about this in the chat because I now worry that I helped fund something that maybe she was under duress or stress or something when she was making like there's a certain guilt that I immediately feel I feel that um and I'm just kind of reconciling that however I know that Britney would not I don't know for a fact but I I would think she would want her art to inspire people and entertain people mm-hmm. even if she was not um necessarily willing if we ins- if she inspired somebody I'm sure she's 
happy for that. But it is like a gross feeling. Like we've spent thousands of dollars on merchandise, tours, flights, tickets on the Britney brand. Mm-hmm. And I remember this conversation coming around matches and the glory re-release and people were pretty split on like, should we buy it now that we know that this machine, mm-hmm. you know, she had started to speak out legally, I believe through the paperwork. And yeah, I was sort of on the side of feeling gross about it and didn't at that time. And I don't think anybody is wrong in this situation as a fan for how to interact with her no. content. But yeah, it, it definitely was like, fuck, especially like thinking of the tours that did feel more unwilling, like Femme Fatale, how she really didn't, we talked about in 2011 it's like oh god like you just feel bad yeah well and in relations to vegas with her own words when she said she didn't want to do that tour and i immediately (sighs) thought of atlantic city oh yeah which that was yeah i mean we should go through this like i feel like piece by piece but we we should you know and i'll just say also from the beginning um the fandom always generally agreed something felt strange and far too controlled for the past 13 years we always said that but it really started hit the fan as we know because we were mid podcast doing the domination cancellation the unwilling the way that she looked at the launch ceremony the social media hiatus yeah yeah her hiatus from the social media to the now we know forced against her will rehabilitation like it all sort of started coming to a head then and we said that we were backing off and Mm -hmm. did not want to weigh in which earned us some backlash and some uh questioning as our intentions but it was always because to make it very clear we lived through 2007 we saw what media intrusion has done to her before Mm -hmm. and it was horrifying to see this sort of happening again yeah however it is very clear that something has been wrong here for a long time and so you know just to clarify i don't regret our stance of leave Britney alone, which will always be mine. I will always want her to just be able to do whatever she wants and retire and like enjoy the kids. Like, please, you've been through enough. But ironically, it now feels like the public needs to be in her business to get people out of her business. Huh. Like, clearly... That's a really interesting way of putting it. We had to knock at the walls and or scream, whatever. And, and something had to come to a head for her to find the courage and strength and bravery, which she has so much of, speak to out. speak out. Including yeah. You know, and I do think Sam probably does help as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where we're at right now. And so, yeah, let's we can talk about um, where we're at with, you know, what she said. And, you know, I, I there were so many interesting things that to think about in retrospect, like I told the world I was fine. I was not fine. Mm-hmm. Really makes me think of our constant struggle, the fans in fighting over whether it's really her on Instagram because there was inauthenticity there. Yeah. There was like very clearly someone, even either her or social media managers, um, painting a sort of picture right. of, of a happy person. And we all sort of felt- Giving this, us the brand, the Britney brand. The Britney brand. Yeah. Um, but we all couldn't help but feel like something was awry. Um, now it turns out either it's her or her manager. We're trying to paint a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. And she said it herself. I pretended I was fine. I was not fine. So now it's sort of cast doubt over everything she posts. Because it's like, we now know all of these true feelings. You know, I think there's going to be such a hyper lens over everything. And we don't know. Um, no. Because this first post back, as as we pointed out in the It was chat, an unanswered question, I think, from her testimony, was there was no specific mention of Instagram. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I understand where... Right. I I definitely feel that it isn't clear. And, and there's other parts that I'll talk about that aren't clear because she did use some blanket terms about people as well. So back when the conservatorship first started, we've talked about this too. Um, there was a general feeling among fans that Britney's family was like stepping in to protect her from a dark period then. Yeah, to save her. Right. I, you, not, not everyone. We're not speaking on behalf of everyone. But, you know, there was sort of like this feeling like, oh, Britney's family is stepping in because it's gone too far. We had the Sam Lutfi stuff the adnan stuff the paparazzi chases all of of course the head shave all of it and so we were like okay temporarily it looks like her family has to step in but then it didn't go away right there was never a roadmap for what this was and how we were going to phase it out and we had heard that she was already you know trying to that there were promises made to get out of it sort of by fulfilling the role of the circus tour things like that we had started to talk about that on the pod um and it 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 kept going and then it was like is this thing supposed to make 
money for people? Is that how this works? And and what is because at the heart of our hesitation as well, again, not everyone liked us for this, is that allegedly there was a mental health or a um a medical issue that was at the heart of this that we were not allowed to see or touch or know about. So we wanted to protect that because if it was true, as we were told it was, then we didn't want to pry. If if she and her family doesn't want us to know about that, like a do not, you know, do not interrogate this as like a false flag, maybe. Yeah. So, and that is like, that is maybe like one of the most evil things about this is like, because mental health is so stigmatized and everyone's so sensitive around it. We were so, so like, please stop prying into her life because there's something there. If there's nothing there or just like something that can be perfectly handled without a structure like in conservatorship, what a betrayal of of trust and like, the you know, a, a That's sabotage. what I felt a lot mm-hmm. because I remember, I felt like, like you said, when conversations started going around, I felt like there was a lot of commentary and press. And I mean, we scolded Wendy that one time she went on and she was using those words in the way that she was describing mental health. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it kicked up a lot of really inappropriate, negative things being said about medication and mental health and treatment. Yes. And I remember just being so angry. And then, like you said, it was like they waved that in front of us as like, well, she's going through something, but we can't tell you. Yes, yes. Everyone said that. Larry said that. Everyone said that. Like, you cannot know about this. There is a medical reason. And so we were like, And so I was empathetic with that. Okay, like, we'll believe that. Like, I don't, I wouldn't call it naive, whatever it is. It's just like, you don't want to think that, that they're all saying that and that it's false. Cause that yeah. sounds like the plot of a horror movie as we were discovering this is basically, we didn't know. And Larry also said this line too. We didn't, we don't know what we don't know. And we didn't, we, we didn't know what was behind this, you know, curtain mm-hmm. of like what she might have or whatever. And we didn't know how she felt about it. Exactly. Like there, and that's another big thing. We're always told she had never petitioned to file to remove the conservatorship entirely so we were like maybe it protects her finances maybe it's something she does like in some way because it is a protection of some kind we don't Mm -hmm. know because she never filed it now as she spoke out and said she was just learning that she could petition yeah which was a horrifying statement because you've got a court appointed attorney what is this lawyer's motives there that's a little alarming very alarming you know like that was i mean there were many bombshells but it's like you didn't know that you could petition like who didn't tell you and you know you speak to your lawyer so much like how could that be but it's also entirely plausible that they just told her this is the arrangement period Mm -hmm. so that is one of the scary things about the testimony but yeah to actually talk about it itself um yeah let's actually talk about the moment itself yeah so i listened to this live Yes. I was on the LA County radio. It was legal for me to do this. Mm -hmm. I was like sitting, listening. I got in early and I was just listening to the thing. Yeah. And it was, I I don't even know. I felt like I was being so invasive and I started, I was laying on my couch listening to it Mm -hmm. and I started sobbing because I was like, because she was whispering. She was whispering at first to Sam and she was like, oh, there's a technical difficulty. And then she said something like last time I had to wait three and a half hours and I was sitting there and I was like, I I just was like, oh my God, this is like, okay, this is the moment that all, this is all I've wanted was just to hear her. Her, yeah. And so. And to that point, what changed everything was the validation of her saying multiple times, oh, oh, this is live. Good. I want the public to hear Mm -hmm. this because. Started off with that. Yes, because I still felt extremely gross about all of it until she said, I wanted to do an interview. Actually, scratch that. This is live. I just found out like good. Mm -hmm. And that tells me she wants us to hear it. She wants us to know it's okay to talk about yeah because first thing she said she was like mm-hmm. they've done a good job exploiting my life i want this to be open it was yes like, boom, period right out the gate yes assertive confident she went right back at the other attorney and was uh-huh. like no yeah Ugh, yeah I, I, and i cannot i'll say the word proud a lot during this whole thing but like i cannot emphasize how proud i am of her enough because of the strength and bravery that she showcased throughout all of this it's phenomenal it's despite it being horrifying it's what a phenomenal like job she did yeah because the mile a minute testimony that she was you know every time the judge told her to slow down she she said oh okay but she couldn't and there it was a little funny but it's because it's britney and we like love her like but it's horrifying because basically she is squeezing two to three novels worth of trauma and abuse into the 20 minutes that she could yeah she can't slow down because there's so many things that went wrong that she wants to talk about well i also felt like too i mean 
think of how long and the delays that it's taken to get here. I mean, she said from the gate, she was like, the last time you saw me, like you acted like I, you know, it takes so long to get to speak. That window of time. She said, she said two years, right? I think. Yeah. Because that was just squeezing two years worth of trauma in there. She was like, last time you saw me, like you looked at me, like I didn't even, I I forget the exact wording, but it was like, you didn't hear me. Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of her. I'm really proud of her for acknowledging that it was public because I think as Iggy Azalea recently said, like, it's, it's embarrassing clearly that she has to say all of this and stuff as it is like um because people were prodding iggy to speak out as well who's under nda she's worked with her and she oh. famously shared that um her house was searched before yeah the, whole, the, the funny salad stories that right. Brittany and kept telling which is already to be honest that tells us all we need to know already like yes she she very well have more to say but like to know that there's searches of places before Brittany goes everywhere is earth shattering like that's that's wow already um we had thought maybe it had something to do with sobriety or something but who fucking knows anymore but yeah the way that she was like tripping over her words to get to the next thing was like heartbreaking because it's like she had so much to say about Mm -hmm. all of the things so as someone as both of us who were so stubbornly obsessed with her privacy i just felt like really assured that she wanted us to know yeah that's exactly how i felt too like we were to some people who did not like it like we were too not too but we did not want to invade this space Mm -hmm. the court documents flying around things like that and now it's like no she fully is like look yeah she wants us to know yeah now she made it clear and so our opinion has changed as well like our now that she's invited us in yes as i said before we need to be in her business i guess the public does to get people out of her business it's complex it's a tightrope to walk yeah so you know there were so many points of horror though there that there were a lot of smoking gun bombshells in this that were yes. in my opinion Shocking. worse than anything yes. that has come out in any sort of reporting over the past two years yes any of the hearsay, this, that, there were things that she said that none of us knew. No. The high level, some plot points, I guess, the the Vegas story of coming off stage and signing for domination on the spot mm-hmm. felt like a mafia story. It felt like they just like cornered her and were like, you're going to sign this or we'll sue you or something like that. And it was like, what? Why even use that tactic? She would probably be a willing participant if you gave her a moment to breathe. Like that was so over the top. And we all agreed at the time that domination came too soon. It was strange. It was, yeah, it was it very was rushed. Like around the corner. It didn't make sense. She even said in the testimony, like, I had just needed a little break. Like mm-hmm. I had just done Peace of Me forever. We make fun of how long Peace of Me went on. It was like she Well now and I I understand now when people would say, Oh, she doesn't seem like she wants to be up there. Well, fucking yes. Now like, she said it. She said yeah. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And now Atlantic City, we talked about Atlantic yes. City. Yes. And I remember thinking, I'm like, there's a dark energy here, and maybe it's just the venue. No. Maybe it's the carpet. Like I literally was just like, it's the venue and yeah. the carpet and the chairs. <laughs> the carpet was bad, but no. It was. It, and it I, it smelled. Yes. But, but like no, it was more she than did that. not want to do that tour. Right. She didn't not want to be at when we went and saw her at Radio City, she didn't want to be up there. No. No, and it's hor- and that goes back to my point at the very beginning of like, oh my God, was I helping to fund something so dark? Which I think a lot of fans are reconciling in their heads. Yeah, I don't think we feel guilt, need to feel guilt, but I do think no, because I do think she loves the fans and yes, she wanted us course, to hear this. Of yeah, course. but I do think like everyone is feeling a bit somber about that. Like they are. Um, it, it that was a really bad moment because it sort of solidified that like her choice, it wasn't fully her choice to go on that tour and surely not domination and things. And we did. She talked about the rehearsal. Souls mm-hmm. and a different dance move landing her basically in rehab because she disagreed, which was again shocking and a display of her awful father's like w- desire to control every part of this. And the way she described it as the way it felt like everyone ganged up on her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just is ugh. repeatedly. There's so many parts of this where it feels like there's a group of people ganging up on her. Yeah. Which should not be, let's say the conservatorship was supposed to be good. Like, that's not how it should be run. It, there should be no intimidation tactic, no thing that makes, there should be better good than harm. It's just like, and I don't, you know, it's it's becoming clearer and clearer that, that something of this structure is not what was needed. Right. Because I don't think it's controversial to say, I, I don't think so, that Brittany, I've always believed, has needed help, certainly from 2007 and, and especially now, has needed a form of help, not a conservatorship, but a team 
of good-hearted people who care about her health, safety, and finances. What, and that's not rare. That is... No, it's not. All major celebrities have a team around them. Now, of course, there's plenty of corruption and all of that and stuff, but there needed to be a team that actually cares about her. To be giving her lithium and all that nightmare was like... She knew exactly what it did to her that made her feel drunk and stuff. What a horrifying account and... I think Lewis Walsh also alleged that she was on lithium during X Factor, I believe, or there was an allegation of something mm-hmm. really heavy there, which we at the time, we didn't have a word for it or know what to say about it, but something was very off and being there yeah. for the tapings, as we talked about, was off. And and that's also, there, there's another part of this conversation too. I, I want to be very clear. It's not to demonize medication. No. Oh my God. Yeah. I think yeah. we need to, we can clarify. there's two things in happening at the same time here. One I don't want to demonize medication and treatment because medication is something that people, some people require is life saving and it can get people out of bed in the morning and function and do what they need to do to live their life happily, safely, et cetera. However, there's also, and this also all plays into the negative stigma around mental health is there are unfortunately doctors who abuse that. Yes. The, uh, I Often. I've been through it myself. Yes. Misabuse, misdiagnosing, wrong medicine, wrong dosage. Just throwing all the fucking Just time. throwing something at someone and just yes. being like, take, I, I don't, we don't need to go down that path. Exactly. Like, no, 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 no. It's I a know. Thing. It's true. And I, you know, this thing in place was allegedly to help her. And it sounds like certainly she is not in a good place. So my whole thing is. She said like, her words were, I'm depressed. Yeah. Oh, uh, and traumatized. Just... And I, I don't believe you are, you can be someone like Britney Spears and not go through life without a significant amount of trauma through the exploitation that you've faced b- before the conservatorship and after. Um, I just don't think so. I think Since she'll, day one. Always. I think she'll always need help and from good hearted people in ways that are that she approves of and likes and and feels that are helpful for her. Now, the lighthearted moment of the thing was she said, you know, at first she was like, I don't even believe in therapy. And then five seconds later, she goes, all right, I could use a little bit of therapy. Yeah, we <laughs> she, got the Britney we giggle. We got the Britney giggle. And it was just like, that's Britney. Like, there's a little, there's the humor there that we love. And like, she acknowledged. And to, uh, I mean, that is the least she could say of what she needs. I'm sure like, yes, she she does. She, she's been taken advantage of from the, the jump. Um, I thought that was such a bright spot in this because she really, throughout most of the testimony, that's what it's called, right? Testimony. Yeah. Yeah. She was so powerful and she was so assertive Mm -hmm. and she was angry and she was pointed and she was really going in there and to have that little break in seriousness and hear her (laughs) giggle. Yeah. The fact that she can even have any sense of humor at all after everything that has been done to her is, which we can talk about like later, but yes, it's just... that is Britney Spears, the resilient human that we stand. Right. The stronger queen. Right like there. that is exactly why we stand. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was one of the standout. Absolutely. Moments. Oh, absolutely. Um, because it also normalized the concept. Like there's nothing wrong with the fact that she probably will always need some sort of help from the lifestyle that she has lived. Yeah, it does. It is not in the form of a conservatorship, clearly, and not those people, any of those people. And that's the thing I also want to talk about. Um, If you're listening on the Britney pod, we had not really discussed this um, on there. But like at the point where she said she was afraid of her father, I think that is even before when we started only talking about on Legends Only, we hadn't had a Britney episode yet. But leading up to this testimony, we were every week like, what do you think is going to happen? And we were like, okay, well, she said she wants her father out. So we were like, okay, she wants her father out, wants the father out. It's going to be that. She's just going to voice that. And then he was temporarily removed, right? Oh, yeah. That happened too between uh, the time we recorded last for Britney pod. And the thing is, and she, of course, did call out her gross father, but she used blanket terms. She said "My what my family did to me, what mm-hmm. my management did to me, point blank, period. She used family and management. She didn't name names. She just said blanket, which for, she did specifically call out her father. Well, yes, I'm saying like she, of course, we we kind of knew this father who is universally loathed and like is an absolute fucking I think he needs to go to jail and I'm not kidding. I'm being dead Oh, no, serious. no. Like, well, now and I'm talking... allowed to say that because of my First Amendment rights. 
right? Yes, I think so. Well, yes, we're, we're being presented with information. And so the next point that we'll talk about is like why that might actually happen. But um, it should. He broke the law. But anyway. the thing is, we knew we knew he was trash. Like we knew like going into this, that was not a surprise. The thing that is a bombshell to me is her saying the words family and management. She would just say father if she meant just father. I don't know where that lands. Like you, yeah. you and I especially were very holding out hope about Jamie Lynn because of what we've seen of her. But it's also like damning and incriminating to just say family. Like she did not specify. And I feel like that is... Especially because so much of her testimony was so specific and pointed. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you where it did feel like she was talking about mom, dad, sister, brother. Yeah, certainly brother because she did allude to my family's out there making fucking interviews and it's like, he did the interview. I, yeah, I felt like that that was um, alluding to the podcast thing that he did. Yeah, it was a super misogynistic, awful interview where he like- Yeah, we talked about that on Legends Only. Yeah, we did. So there was that, but there was, I mean, Jamie Lynn has given interviews I, they all have like even Jamie and Lynn have talked I think to like page six and like very short yeah. statements about it so as of right now I don't we, think she meant Felicia right I hope not Felicia did post the free Britney right before I don't I, I don't think so of all the names of people in her orbit that I would accuse it like I feel like she's at the bottom of the list yeah like I just don't feel because Felicia doesn't even fall into those two buckets she was very confused about the, the the hiring of her the rehiring of her for like um circus beyond like she didn't understand the fine she knew something changed financially yeah. I don't believe she I don't yeah I don't believe that we're holding out for feet of course yeah. um but all right Angel. you know we're not gonna make uh, allegations about each one individually but just know that she said family period which is very damning and uh and management and management which of course we had heard leading up to this a ton about lou taylor but then i again i am mostly disappointed in larry because i guess naively i did feel a sense of sort of like a fatherly looking after her mm-hmm. after everything that she had gone through in 07 and so it's super and he's disappointing a dad, like he's a father himself it's like yeah well so is her father um but I think that that was just depressing. And, you know, reading, this is maybe silly, but reading Mariah Carey's book last year um, and us discussing the plot points of that really made me reconsider everything I thought I knew about. And it's a bit naive to think of like, of course, fame and family don't mix. But to see Mariah's family get picked apart one by one through greed and and asking for favors and money and cry, all of those things, who is to say the same did not happen to Britney? It certainly feels that mm-hmm. way. And so even reading that book made me really quiet down about, you know what? I know the allegations are flying everywhere about everyone in her orbit and I'm just going to not even defend anybody because I don't I don't know anymore and to have her say family was like well fuck I yeah we don't know at all and that's the major taking from this is you know I I really feel like at we've what we've also said on the podcast a lot because we had very high level speculated about the mental illness um, that they said was behind the closed door is she could be an invaluable contribution to the discourse around mental health just like Mariah's come out Demi's come out to normalize it and say it's okay and and share her experiences about it if she's comfortable one day still yeah, it that's would her be choice. it's her choice but it gave me just the the therapy thing and and openly talking about that she takes medicine was was already a great start because it shouldn't be demonized it shouldn't you shouldn't feel bad about it she should not feel bad about the fact that life has handed her so many shitty situations that of course she is a human who needs to process extreme trauma mm-hmm. like and you think about everyone who's taken advantage it comes from all sides it comes from management it comes from exes it comes from family it comes from everybody which is sort of what framing did a good job of uh framing britney spears yeah the new york times documentary because it was it was sort of like clips of everything that has happened but it sort of showed how at all sides she's been failed but yeah and i think getting to back to some of her points um the fact that she prayed and was happy that a doctor died that was yeah that's i think that was yeah the second most shocking thing i feel um and i'm not gonna we're not judging any fans or anything but like i remember when the doctor died there was the alternative theory that like he was going to oh yeah so now we know she did not like him yeah there wasn't there was some theory that like oh maybe he was going to help with the diagnosis to get her out or whatever it was no this that was the exact opposite exact opposite she definitely did not like him 
And that one sent chills for me because... Oh, that one rattled me because, because what she's is a spiritual person and that was... To wish death or to pray... That's, to glad that's heavy. death is super heavy. You don't know what happened behind closed doors. God only knows. Like, who knows? It's just... It's too much. It's so... To be thankful for a doctor's death. Jeez. It's... It's chilling. It's chilling. We we don't know. She named so many different... By the end, she was sort of like frantically being like, and then three people come here, and then six people come here, and I see them four times. And it just underscored how much surveillance and evaluation she undergoes. Yeah. And she sounds so tired of it. And she's like, I want it to end without another evaluation. I've done it for so long. Yeah. Um, which and is I also, I thought it, I was really proud of her for calling out the hypocrisies in the way that, you know, when she was saying that she was at the treatment facility, she's like, why did everyone else not have to follow and do what they were supposed to do? And I did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, drawing attention to the fact that she was still doing everything that was being asked uh, of being her. Being asked of her. Yeah. It, it, she, the, and yeah. other people weren't. One of the big themes is basically, I've done what you've said for 13 years, and yet it still feels too controlled. Oh, you know what? She did call out Jody, the temporary conservator she or whatever. Did. She said, even that's getting too much now. Um, yeah. She, didn't she say you reminded me a lot of my dad? My da- yes. Very, very damning. I mean, then when she said to her of her father, like he gets off on it, he like he loves having that power over me. It really and we have seen bits and pieces of it. And for the record, we have um, glimpses of it. Yeah, there's there's still so much we don't know about that and the family drama and dynamic of that. I keep talking about in the discord like it, it has to be a power thing or a control thing that he lives in this dumpy trailer, but has her money like I guess stored away somewhere because clearly, as I keep saying, we are not seeing displays of lavish wealth from him like no it's not like he mysteriously has a mansion and shit like that like he's living a dumpy sad life yeah with like femme fatale tour props in front of his, his rv fucking yeah so it's like that part of it has always thrown me because i'm like what are you doing with her money and also living like shit like what it would make more sense if i saw the money being displayed yeah yeah but it's a power I think thing it, yeah it adds to the confusion of as, it. yes as somebody pointed out in the discord it may very well be that he's just hoarding it to have that power over her in a mm-hmm. bank account or something so super sick and and sad and clearly there's some demons there with him as well i think across the board it had always been said that her father was trash because record label people you know people who work with in vegas like everyone's just like he's difficult to work with there's talks of him being a drunk there's so and and that's like what was coming out in the paper the day before her testimony was like she had concerns that he was drinking mm-hmm. like that was in the paperwork uh so there's that and then the other bombshell that we haven't talked about yet is the iud which frankly sounds like a Handmaid's Tale dystopian nightmare plot um, yeah. to force her to n- not be able to have kids with Sam, or I guess who knows how long this was. Um, other boyfriends, maybe. Um, that is so sick and gross. Um, and to follow up on a point before about the possibility of jail, I had just seen. I was walking over. There was a Rolling Stone article about um, the legality of that, and they debated. I, I saw. I haven't read it yet, but they debated the legality of being of making her have the IUD. And I believe they concluded that you cannot do that. No. Um, and they that's the other thing is like they've lied. Like, yeah. I remember them yeah, saying yeah, yeah. this whole time, we cannot force medical decisions on her. Right. And we did not. And, and I remember. added to our confusion. Yeah. And I remember being like, I was like naive. And I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I would read it. And I'm like, what is the laws of this? And it's like, okay, it says that they're not going to force it. They said that they mm-hmm. don't. And they lied. Not once, but like multiple times. Right. Right. So it's jail. already off the table. Like, so I don't think, you know, I, I don't think that this can pass for. No, absolutely not. I want her to sue him for this. Yeah. Specifically for this. And I hope she wins back every single penny that she's had to pay him. Absolutely. And everyone else involved. If it's Lou, if it's who. Well, we can I get don't... to everyone else next, but we can start there. <laughs> yes. Yes. I absolutely. It is so nefarious and gross and just, oh, um, I, I I do think this will be a turning point, not only for her, but for the culture. And I'll get into that in a little bit. I do. I'm also learning. I'm just reading now about how complex it is to get out of conservatorships generally. Mm-hmm. And that even experts said it would take years just through the legal. Because we would always complain on the Legends Only pod that like every court case took another three months. It was yeah. like. And to Very think. Very long time. To think that somebody just said all of that to you about their care. And you're just going to be like, all right, see you in July. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, how 
how are you not having, I don't know, like an emergency meeting? Uh, what? Like to, so I guess I'm pretty alarmed and I should have known that like nothing in this country is good or like legal or whatever. Like be, uh, everything is so fucked that this could be allowed to happen. Like that somebody isn't in there right now, like investigating that because those claims, there were at least three bombshells that were like ground shaking. And so it's so horrifying to think that she could say all of that. And they're like, well, next session. I think she's also very discouraged by the fact that she does have to technically, I guess, like sue or like fight it, which would, I think is why the experts. File motions yeah, or something. The yeah. experts say it will take years because like the formal process of that would be like a full trial or something like, but I'm wondering if because it's been de- like demonstrated as illegal or things will come out that it was illegal, that it could be expedited. Yeah. Um. Hopefully. I, I, I'm just at a loss for words for like the legal system in general. And like, I mean, like I, I've lost so much, not respect, but like our position like two years ago was like, well, surely something this heavy couldn't be in place. I think there was a lot of confusing things around this whole thing. Like, I mean, oh, we didn't even talk about it. But like when she mentioned Miley. Oh, yes. The Miley and Paris moments. Right. right. Yeah. I think for me, it was like, you know, hearing from people that were like, oh, I just ran into Britney hiking. Uh huh. Oh, my gosh. I just saw Britney and Sam. Yes. It was very contradictory to like everything was so confusing for so long. Because I don't think like in, in general, like in life, like I don't think you can only be depressed. Obviously, she's had moments of highs throughout the years and stuff. But it can I, come and go. Yeah, yes. Um, but yes, it added, different. it added to the confusion of, wait, but she's out hiking. So maybe it's not mm-hmm. that bad. But you don't know what goes on behind closed doors once she's exactly. home. Like those were maybe her brief fleeting moments of like freedom. And then it was hell on earth when she came home. We don't know. It's certainly sounding like it. So, you know, we had the Miley moment in there as well, where she was, I would say, like a little bitter that Miley gets to smoke on stage and be imperfect. She had an po- extremely valid point. Of course she did. Um, that one... I'm not like going to inject my personal. I I wonder like if she is longing to not be sober or what um the deal is there. Like she did seem proud. I I think she does want to be because she wanted to see the AA meetings and she wanted to meet her AA friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, entirely her choice, but it is sick. But it should be allowed to be her choice. Exactly. The I the, the, I didn't want like it is my choice that I don't drink anymore. But it is my choice. Like if she is forced not to, then that sucks. Like she should be allowed to choose that or like her team of people who don't control her should say we all agree you know with Brittany that this is good for her to not drink anymore it shouldn't be a forced thing so that is like very alarming and so she said you know yeah I don't want to be this pretty perfect like she was like but my precious body like I can't do anything to but Miley gets to do that it was definitely like a jealousy or a bitterness that like she she was calling out the hypocrisy of it yeah she had to present herself as perfect yeah but Miley gets to make mistakes or they're forcing a sobriety on her by running tests on her yeah Yeah. but someone else who is under the same management is allowed to do you know a substance on stage which Right. it's legal you know in california it's it's whatever sure but i think she was calling out hypocrisy and i do think i just want it to be her choice whichever exactly. way and i did find the line the heartbreaking also like i should drink because of what you've done to my heart yeah she was basically like, so that makes me think it is her choice that she doesn't yeah she's just like look you're trying to break me and yet i won't um yeah so that was heartbreaking as well and then also the paris thing was a really good insight because she said you know i just thought people wouldn't believe me because i saw the paris documentary and i didn't believe that could be or heard about it before she saw the documentary and Mm -hmm. didn't think that could be true and i was an outsider because i'm learning we have all kind of heard the the story that life is stranger than fiction like maybe it was just as bad but worse and so so you know get back to pride like i'm incredibly proud of britney because conservatorships in general are for people who are uh, mentally impaired to the point where they can't make their own decisions like that's legally what it's allegedly for um there was an article Oh, I think it was a TMZ article, which uh, whatever. But I they did report that like a lot of people started calling in to the legislation around conservatorship, like transparency or, or you know, um, that they had their own issues with their conservatorships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but I do think she is changing the conversation around conservatorship reform and culturally you know, Brittany, this is not the first time that she has shifted the culture, not just because of her music and art. She, in 2007 and beyond, caused a shift in paparazzi law, and she was the, yeah. she was the guinea pig, as we said, the experiment for how you push somebody too far. And we learned, not that we were doing it to her, but we saw that that is the extent that you can push a human before they break. So we created laws about like just how far you can go 
I mean, those upskirt photos don't happen anymore because we pushed her too far. Mm -hmm. It was awful. So once again, I feel she's shifting culture because now we're going to be like, what are conservatorships? As we joked about in the live chat, we didn't even know how to pronounce it for most of the Britney podcast because we were like, I don't even know what that is. But it sounds like something that protects her. Now there's going to be a lot of conversation around it. Is it even something that should exist or how should it be run? You know, there needs to be a transparency that clearly isn't there. Why should it take years for her to get out of it if it's proven bad? It's going to spark a lot of that conversation, legislation possibly, which I'm really proud of her for. And to be fair, though, those fighting on the front lines of the Free Britney movement were saying, and conservatorship abuse, they were saying that there's examples of it happening to other people. So that is something that is now being brought to light. And so I'm incredibly proud of her for sort of leading a movement. And she acknowledged it. She said, like, she she said, you know, there's lots of people like this that are have issues with theirs, too. Mm-hmm. She's researching, clearly. We did. We discussed that in the live chat, too. We were like, I wonder how, though, like, because we always have the questions about the phone. Is it Sam's phone? Yeah. She taking out books of the library. I don't know. It almost feels and I'm reading between the lines here a little bit, which is probably not fair to do. But yeah, it almost seems like her phone was used as a like punishment. Like she had access. Mm-hmm. They took it from her. Mm-hmm. Then they gave it back to her. And it was like being used as like some kind of a thing like, yeah it's it's very yeah it's very possible it's monitored or it's limited like a kid's function where you can only see certain things we have no idea so i i do think that this is ultimately a good thing in a storm of horrible 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 news like her speaking out was crucial it will crack this whole thing wide open it's fair game now she said so i think the pressure should be put on with each passing court date for answers and I think we should just clarify, like, we stand with Brittany, 100% like want her to fe- to be happy and to be out of this thing, out of her father's control. And just in a, in a space where she isn't taken advantage of for once, you know, I know some, there's like talk of like, oh, I hope she'll get back to performing or music. And we've said it by the end of Glory and stuff. Like, if Glory's it, Glory's it for us. I'm okay. Like, the stuff she's been through, I, I don't need anything else. I don't even think that can be on the part of the conversation right now. It I needs agree. to be. It needs to be her and her health and safety and well being and happiness right. need to come first before we even talk about it. Like, I know I've talked about Legends Only. I'm like, oh my god, I would love if she worked with Phineas and like all that. We need to put to the side. Exactly. Like, I, I hope that that is something that we can like all agree is like not something we need to like discuss yeah. right now. Like right now, she's not performing because of this. No. And I also felt like hearing her talk, it wasn't, I I felt like there was so much neglect. Like she was neglected. Uh She was abused and she was neglected here. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, I mean, even with the stuff with like COVID where she was like, when COVID happened, I, no one gave me help with self-care. I believe it was inferring that there was a lie there. There was like, oh, because of COVID, you can't get pampering, massage, whatever. If anyone watches Real Housewives of New York City, they put their hair and glam people in fucking hazmat suits. Well, that's the thing is like- And made them have their little moments. I think she was basically saying, I believe I was lied to because my nurses came in with new nails. Yeah. And why wasn't I allowed to, and her mom got to go to the spa or something like that, she said as well. Again, I'm wondering how deep it's going with her mother because I, I believe that was another time she threw her under the bus. So I just think that this is, you know, going to change the whole trajectory of this. Um, the conversation around her, around conservatorships in general, the fans, we can start to step out of, you know, the superficial things like talking about music and touring and just start focusing on, okay, there needs to be a focus on these court dates and like her well-being, her well-being. So we wholeheartedly support her, denounce this mistreatment of her and just want her out of this thing and like into the care of good people. Like I don't, I'm not in saying a conservatorship. I'm no. saying she needs the care that she wants and I felt like she was asking for it. She was. Like, she was like, I, I felt like need... despite, I mean, she, despite the anger yeah. and despite the confidence and the assertiveness in her voice, uh-huh. I also heard someone who was asking for help mm-hmm. in a way that was, uh, it was like heartbreaking, but she was so assertive. She, I don't know. Like, it feels like she sense? knows what she needs and it's yes. not this. And it's, and she's being neglected. Yeah. And what's being done to her is not what she needs. And exactly. she's asked, like, I felt someone when she said, I'm depressed and I cry every night and I'm not being helped and yes. I'm not being heard. Oh, that was the other thing that really stood out to me was she said, I'm not being heard. Yes. <sighs> 
Yeah. It was a really powerful moment. I, I, you know, the whole, if Britney can make it through 2007 thing is now child's play. It's if Britney can make it through 2008 and to this present day is literally what it is now. Yeah. Like it somehow jumped from one frying pan to the other of like bullshit for her. What we thought was a helpful thing at first has only actually exploited her. And it's so disgusting that that testimony can be said and that she can just go right back to the alleged care. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think this changes her story in such a monument. Like I, like, I think this is like a, what's the word that they say? Like the, a tectonic shift. Is that the right yes. saying when yes. they say it? yes, it's yes. a big, yeah. yeah. I'll just say that. I'm not very good with words, as everyone knows. <laughs> it was a gigantic, massive, earthquaking yes. shift in her story as a person. Because to me, we've always said this. We like The thing I think where they fucked with her, her team and her the people around her fucked up is they think that people only care about pop star Britney, which could not be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. We care about human right. Britney. Exactly. And that's where they like really fucked up is right. they don't understand the amount of support that she has as a person. Right. You can't throw out the zone. You can't throw oh, out a that. glory re- re-release because it's, uh, you know, a distraction from this situation. Yeah. It's not going to work. And, it's, nope. you know, and I, I'm not going to, again, I'm not judging any fans who indulged in that stuff or not because a lot of fans did go to the zone and like i i feel terrible that fans might feel guilty or terrible that they engaged in things that like you know yeah but it's not our fault that no, we didn't know what we didn't know but at the same time yes they are trying to throw us off the track by having like pop star stuff and it's like yeah pride merch yeah it's like fuck all that and i there better just be radio silence from all of that shit nobody's gonna buy anything anymore certainly now that we know all of this for sure from her own mouth it's like she's always been saying like people had always been taking advantage of her remember in the zone out all night like i don't like people a lot ever yeah just she's always said it because it's always been the case always she's always been exploited always so to that point and what i said like i i did a little twitter statement when framing britney spears comes out i don't want her legacy to be that she is a victim she is a victim of something right now mm-hmm. she's as she said and for the record i've been placed in that category i've been placed in that box i don't want her story to end in tragedy i want it to be a triumph in making sure that the same story doesn't get told about her because i i think last wednesday was yeah. the turning point yeah that is taking us out of that yes because the way that she spoke and the confidence that she had i believe that it will get better because i heard it in her voice and i Mm. heard it in the way that she spoke Mm -hmm. that she's not going to let this win against her and i think she if she feels at all if she can sense at all that she is believed then i think it will drive her to continue and turn down things and to to step defiantly she blew the fucking roof off she like literally it's the 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 foundation the like every she literally burn it down to the fucking ground Brittany. like yeah and i think that that will like i the confidence and i think when you have a moment like that when you've been through trauma or you've been through shame or you've been gaslit so much Uh and you have that that moment where you break Mm -hmm. and you see that oh I don't have to pretend like everything's fine and people are going to rally behind me. Yeah. It's going to completely change when she sees, which I hope she's seeing because I know that sometimes her comment sections can be really mean, Mm -hmm. but I hope that there's a way for people in her life who support her and rally behind her. I hope there's a way for that to get in Yeah, because it's going to completely empower her even more than she was when we heard her speak on Wednesday. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a really excellent point. And it was, yes, it was very poignant in the live chat because we had gone through a lot of heavy discussions about all the various, you know, legal papers coming out and all of the ways that she has been probably corrupt, uh, the corruption around her and the abuse around her. And ultimately the story is resilience with her. We've, you know, our knee of so many of those years was like resilient knee and um, stronger knee because it's like, that is what her story is. And I want it, it to be, I want her story not to be of perpetual victimhood, but of triumph over so many forces of evil and that i think she knows it i I really do believe it because i did i say this in the live chat where i was talking about like her spirituality yeah like there is something i feel like she is connected in like i know people joke and they say godney but like i really do Mm -hmm. feel that her resilience comes from and i don't know i don't want to cast you know a 
speculation about religion or any you know any of that stuff because that's obviously her her um prerogative yeah like mm-hmm. I, I mean i'm spiritual but i don't subscribe to like one specific thing yeah there's she's connected in some way and i do believe that that gets her through and that's going to get her through right and i just find it so inspiring it is and i do think that she does turn to faith absolutely like mm-hmm. So I do think that at the end of the day, personally speaking, like I feel even more inspired by her than I thought I ever could. Mm-hmm. Because just when you think, because that was the whole, ba- if, if Britney can get through 2007, was already the point that many people felt inspired by her. And now it's like, I'm even more uh, inspired by what she has gone through. And I hope that she feels the level of love and support and anger and and fury and all of those things and just knows that she's right she's good she's held by people she's heard and i think that's so empowering to be heard yes so i i'm just at the end of this whole thing even though it was a very difficult testimony and a hard haunting haunting yeah thing to hear, i'm really glad i'm just really i had like glad. a fire like i heard the fire in her voice and there was something in that that made me feel like this will be okay and she's gonna get through this because it was in her voice i mean we didn't even talk about maybe our favorite line no, we didn't. I one of the standout lines of this whole thing. Yeah, I wasn't good. I was great. I was great, and that's and exactly say, what she was. Because I know. I mean, obviously, we've we've talked a lot about like literally her entire career. Mm-hmm. And correct me if you if I'm wrong here, but I feel like this may be the only time in her career where she's called herself great. It may be. It. I, I really do feel like we always say like queen, humble, humble queen, hum, humble queen. She's never been like I am a fucking queen. Right. I am great. I am the best. And to hear her say that, I think that line, that line and the giggle were like, okay, she still has that fire in her Mm -hmm. and that's not going to burn out easily. It was such a different sound or delivery. It's not a song lyric. Oh, the delivery of the the way she said it. And I wasn't good. I would love to play it on here. Yeah. But I don't want to go to jail where certain people should Should be going going soon. But that just line was like, fuck. And the Southern accent was there too. The Southern accent. We we love that. that. Like, yes, I I not. That's how you know it's real, real. Yes. And not to like make light of it, but like we always say like when the Southern accent comes out, she's pissed. And absolutely. The Southern accent came out and I was like, you fucking tell that rat. Yes. Ugh. Period, bold, underline. I I didn't read the statement because I heard it, but I was like, that should yep. be in size 72 font on the front cover. Well, I will say I read it first and it was bad enough, but then when you hear it, it's a whole other you thing. You, you do have to hear it. Um, it's it's everywhere. The way it's that YouTube, she delivered it, the um, uh, inflection. The inflection. Inf- who... Is that a word? Yes, it is. A word. Okay. Um, exactly. And I, I ultimately is empowering. And I wonder if, because we've kind of wondered um, if Sam is sort of hyping her up and reminding her that she's a legend member. She was posting with like um, her trophies uh, mm-hmm. a little while ago. I wonder I if he has. I, I wonder if he and and just her whatever access she does have to like the internet. And um, I would love to. I would. I mean, obviously, it's not like any of our business, but like because yeah. I've I've seen him share stories about his mental health journey. Yeah. On and his fitness journey, right. which I mean, I think is very connected. And I've always like I feel like he's such a good. I don't know. I there's something there. I feel like he inspires. Yeah. I mean, we. Her yeah, as we said way. in the live chat, like we have no choice but to question literally everyone in her orbit, but. Right. This has been True. the longest lasting and seemingly most wholesome and sort of good for her relationship that we have. And he's held her hand seen. through. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. just staying with someone through like a pandemic and like. And through like probably the worst of public. Like he's mm-hmm. been dragged with tons of theories about him and he's still here. Yeah. Um. So I. I would like to believe in him and I would like to believe that she is getting a lot of um, that she can lean on him. Yeah. You know, his lioness, his lioness, which I do think is it's like cute, but like there is an edge to it. Yeah. Like a comp, like I feel like, I mean, we tiger, tiger burning bright, like all of the stuff we talk about. There is, there's something there. Yes. Yes. There's something there. I, I would like to believe in that for sure. That, Mm. that it's all good and and wholesome and real there. And they're on vacation right now. Yes, I believe so. That's, you know, I talked about at the beginning, but like, I hope that we get a bit more live. Well, 
a live. We've never gotten a live of them together, maybe on his Instagram. I want evidence of her current whereabouts and current mood. I know. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Oh, I should clarify. If she wants to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like if she goes on her balcony and is like, look at my amazing view, <laughs> yeah. then yes. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. want I don't want anyone else hounding yeah. her down with like the pointed zoom lens. No. Yes, exactly. Well, I think that ultimately she will probably feel more empowered from this as she moves on and sort of like feels the the um the ripples from this. Yeah. Um we waited a few days to process this and we waited to see if anything would come out from this. And so far, even from the live chat, I don't feel anything's changed. I think Lynn made like a three-word statement that was like she was very concerned for her daughter or something like that. And hmm. Jamie's trash response through Vivian was just like we're sad to hear she's sad we love her very much which was it was so like i'm sorry to hear that you're sorry, sorry. yeah like, yes. it was very like oh i'm sorry that you feel that way yes like, very dismissive it was infuriating fucking rat um oh. So, oh. and then jamie lynn has uh deactivated um, yeah comments i think and you know uh we're gonna have to wait and see on all that because they have not said a word yet um and <laughs> fucking see i guess uh, but ultimately, you know, I think we're kind of at the at the end of our journey with what the testimony was. But um, I hope that everyone who's listening has, you know, felt that this was sort of like a therapeutic experience because I do feel like it was tough. Um, yeah, and it I was feel hard. Like a it lot was, of it's fans... not easy to listen. Like we did talk about, you know, there are moments where you know the fire comes out in her voice, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, like it's extremely difficult to listen to of as course. a fan. Of... Oh yeah, that's why I avoided the audio for 24 hours. I just, I did not want to hear that because the words were bad enough. So, but I, we're in such a unique situation. Britney fans always kind of have been that I hope we can all sort of like mourn and celebrate her simultaneously. And don't say mourn. We have to mourn what we thought we knew. We have to, we have to like reconcile the fact that like, it is very possible. It's just a mourning of like, you know, things that we may have been told. Yes. Almost like an illusion. She may not have always wanted to do the meet and greets because of we know how how stiff and and, yeah. and scary they were to her sometimes. Like, we just don't, you know, it's okay. But now we know. Yeah. And uh, maybe if it had been done differently in, in ways that she wanted. Yeah. I don't know. But that's a whole, that's a whole other. Yeah, yeah we did talk about meet and greets um, on the live chat as well. But um, we're so, so, so proud of Britney. That's the ultimate takeaway of this thing. Proud of Britney. It changed everything. Oh, it absolutely changed everything. everything. To the point about the Pride merch, like, you cannot release... I need to unfollow them right now, actually. I'm going to do that what? right now. I'm going to unfollow that stupid fucking account. What account? The Britney Spears store. Oh, oh, I was never following that. But uh, <laughs> I um, I I think you cannot... Britney store, unfollow. <laughs> um, I don't think that they can push out... And I, I know that the label is a separate entity from Britney, but now they have to understand that they cannot do anything right now. They cannot do vinyl re-releases. They cannot do bonus tracks and shit. It's too, you know, they were trying to make uh, a bad situation good by doing shit. And I do think that she probably wanted to do the Glory re- release if we, maybe, I, I don't I, know. I do think Glory is a little bit, because well she said 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 it was her baby i said in our discord i was like we stand glory because britney stands glory so that is okay yes 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 yes. i think we've had like keep streaming man on the moon and as we talked about the one time that a friend had told me that she had said conservatorship in that interview she that she had gotten around it to make glory right like that she got her way yes yes jonathan ross i think which we talked about in the 2016 episode yeah um yeah so i feel like again i think it is okay to touch her art I don't think it's okay to put out more things right now no, from her not. Um, label or for anyone. I mean, certainly her fucking team, which should all be dismantled and <laughs> destroyed. But um, yeah, I'm just ready for this new era. I'm ready for... You know what I was just thinking about? Hmm. That moment in uh, Atlantic City when I had that opportunity to cuss out Larry Rudolph. <laughs> When you were peeing in the rest next stop, to him, when I yeah. was peeing next to him, <laughs> and the only reason why I didn't is because his kids were there. You should have said you should have just I, peed on him. Uh, ew, uh, <laughs> I'm not I that mean, kind honestly, of gay. Well, anyway, I <laughs> no kink. I know there no. was a like no, no, but like literally the only reason why I didn't was because his kids were there, and yeah. I was like, how horrifying if like a stranger just came up and like I didn't want to scare the kids. I know you fucking ass. This in tour. retrospect, um, yeah, you know we had always throughout the podcast been like fucking Larry, fucking this, fucking that and now it's like that's why the domination episode especially we're like she doesn't want to be there why are you doing this to her we always were like why are you forcing
processing this. She has social anxiety, and that's what we thought all it was. But it was like it's clearly deeper than that. Like yeah, she no, just was, fucking didn't want to do that to tour. It. Anyway, uh, to s- summarize and and everything, we're just really looking forward to Brittany getting her way. Yeah, for real, her way. So, and I'm also I feel like because it's interesting, like over Pride weekends, you know, reconnecting with friends that I haven't seen mm-hmm. in like a year and a half. Yeah, you know, almost like two years at this point. Everyone talked about it. I don't Everyone know, but I, like all it. weekend. Yeah, we were was... in do- we were doing different pride things, but I people kept coming up to me to like almost. It, I'm so it is morning. They, everyone's just like, I cannot believe. I'm so sad for her, but I'm so proud of her. Yes, it was it, sad and proud. It was a completely different conversation. It was. Whereas I feel like I feel like a couple months ago, everyone would, you know people would come up to me and be like, "What is up with your girl on Instagram? What's she doing twirling around?" And I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, uh-huh. You know, it's and a now, very different conversation. It's a very different. Everyone is like, "Good for her for Good speaking for her. up." I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I'm stunned at the things that came to light, but. Yeah. It was just so inspired. Like it has come like literally I'm telling like even on Friday, I was like out and it was like strangers. We're like, did you guys see what happened with Britney Spears? And I'd be like, of course. And then it would just be like these random people. I'd literally never speak. They didn't know, didn't know I had a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no, you know, it has completely changed the conversation from mocking her on Instagram to we're going to rally behind her and we're going to support her. Absolutely. I'm really proud of her. I think, as I keep saying, I hope this was therapeutic to people to kind of feel all the feelings about the testimony. I am really looking forward to seeing her out of this and watching everyone. I Oh, I will say, despite our opinions evolving, I'm not the right person to like lead this sort of thing. There are documentarians. There are lawyers. There are people in the know who have been yeah. doing the deep diving for two years and will continue to be. And I think they are clearly shining a light on something that went wrong and should be continuing to do it. I wholeheartedly support her. What, what needs to be done, shed the light on it. But like, I think still we're not going to be the ones who do like weekly recaps of what's been. No, I think, I mean, we cover things as bigger stories. Come yeah, out. yeah. I, I just want to clarify that because it's like I have always felt that there are people more s- suited and educated about this that mm-hmm. can lead that march. And yeah. so, but we wholeheartedly support. And I'm just, I'm also just like kind of excited that maybe, the, maybe this is naive thinking that I feel like the fans maybe are just generally more on board as a whole. Whereas yeah. we were all sort of infighting about who's who's bad. Yeah. Um. Maybe now... Maybe we can all get along and just. I do. I feel like it's a it's a collective rally. I, I at this point, yes. So I'm I, I'm definitely looking I think forward the locals to that. Are on board. Well, absolutely. That, that's when you know shit is real. Yeah, we've got the locals out here with pitchforks. <laughs> I agree. They're playing toxic. Yeah, they're, they're, they only know that <laughs> okay. song, but they're, they're like, playing toxic. free her, but we only know toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Dicted to you, don't you know that Jamie Spears is toxic with their <laughs> exactly. pitchforks? Yes. Yeah. So I just would, um, I, I do hope that I, I'm glad that there's sort of like a sense of community around her now that feels more united than it did in the past. I hated, I've hated the past two years, to be quite honest, because we all care about her, in, but we all showed it in different ways that we felt was the right thing to do yeah. for her. And now I feel like now that she's given us permission, said it explicitly, everything, I feel like we're all sort of on board. Yeah. For the most part. 100%. On the same I agree. So I'm I'm just looking forward to that too. And yeah, I'm also, I feel very relieved in general. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it. I mean, obviously we want this momentum to keep going. Yeah. As far as us, I feel like um, if you're interested, uh, if you're just Britney pod listeners, that's fine. But we do, we're going to keep talking about any major developments on legends only every week. Yeah. We will keep having, yeah. Yeah. July 14th, 14th, which yeah. Oh, that's so soon. It's really soon. Well, good. How is it July already? Is it July yet? No. Yeah. Well, two days. Um, and then I think we're going to do, uh, we will keep doing live chats. Now they're going to, their intention was to be more lighthearted. And I do think they'll mostly be like her, but we'll, you can join us for those as well. But it was nice to have that. It was definitely a therapy session as well. Getting our first thoughts about this. And yeah, I, so if you're looking for more of that, there are other, a lot of accounts now that are doing updates day to day about the things that are coming out. But you know, we support and we do have the Britney section on legends only. That's true. On our discord, 
um, the girlies are keeping us all abreast of the latest developments as they come in. Um, so that's been super informative as well. So just know we're out here supporting her. And uh, yeah, and we support those who are doing the deeper diving. Again, you know, there are people who are looking that one up. Yeah. So should we start trying to find a venue for the Jamie Spears is in jail party? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely You could. can DJ. I could DJ. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. We are ready for it. <laughs> God. I just pictured her like at the DJ booth. Um, oh my God, that'd be iconic. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, I think we've certainly said enough um, and sort of debriefed from that. I hope that everybody is doing well. If you're from the Britney pod, hey, it's been a while and Legends Only will catch you weekly as usual. Yes. With the usual much more lighthearted tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we really appreciate everyone who's listening. And it's... I can't wait for the week that I can roll the high fashion editorial um, theme song and I can say that it's Jamie Spears in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> Sorry, I need to get off this. I can't. No, I love it. Um, One I... day, let's manifest it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to put it out into the universe. That's yep. right. All High right. fashion. High fashion. Oh my God. Maybe that really will happen. That's I. I... Well, well, we're we'll here see. first. We, we do put things in the universe. So. All right. Before we get to Carried Away, um, we can wrap this thing up. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Thanks for the support. Give that support to Brittany. And we'll keep an eye on everything that develops and catch up with us. Also, sorts of different platforms at this point. The Discord, Legend Only Pod, Mm -hmm. and any major breaking developments, I suppose we can do dedicated Brittany Pod episodes again. However, to clarify, that was a limited series that was meant to just be about her career. Yeah. (laughs) And it took a sharp turn. Oh, that that was the one thing we talked about in the live chat where we told everyone, we were like, the Brittany podcast was... Uh, like fuck you to her team yeah always, it was like, yeah it literally is like you don't celebrate you don't her celebrate enough. her career so we're gonna do it yeah. ourselves and it was like no one no one was hyping britney enough to like have yeah, her yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like confident to be like i'm a fucking icon yeah so i was like we're gonna do it well let's we, talk about it yeah <laughs> so like it was a it was literally like a fuck you to her team to yeah. be like since you're not gonna celebrate her 20 years we will <laughs> but now she's on board because she knows she's great exactly i love that all right everyone We hope you're doing well. We will catch up with you soon. And uh, until next time, we will see you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.